0: I was recently asked how I overcame the fear to be myself on social media. This podcast, The Underestimated Entrepreneur, is for the driven mofos out there who are driven to achieve more in life and business. After studying 1,457 of the world's most successful people in different fields and spending over $1 million on coaches, consultants, and seminars, I wanna share with you the key learnings, lessons, tips, tools, and strategies that have not only made them super successful but have also allowed me to go from the kid who was put into special classes getting kicked out of school and wanting to end my life to becoming the mental performance coach to some of the country's most successful people and helping me to grow multiple businesses i want to help all of those out there who have been underestimated to prove their doubters wrong and to help them to achieve more than they could possibly imagine i hope you enjoy driven mofos welcome back to another episode of the underestimated entrepreneur Let's talk about the fear of being yourself on social media. It's probably one of the hardest things that most people have to do. Yes, it is tough to be yourself on social media because everybody has an opinion. Other people want to judge you. They'll criticize you. That fear is going to be there at some point. But what I know is that when you have a reason to be on social media and you have a reason to share a message and you want to help other people succeed and achieve, then you want to be on social media. I'm not on social media to gloat. I'm not on social media because I give a fuck about social media. I wanna be on social media because I know what I post either inspires people, it forces people to step up, it makes people think differently, it pushes people to be better, and it also makes people feel better when they can give me shit. If the only way that a tripper can win in life is to give me shit about the fact that I have supercars, I live in a nice house, I have a fucking wicked relationship, and I have a community of driven people that wanna crush it in life, then you know what? So be it. That's the loser's game. But you know, it is what it is. But what I noticed was that the clearer that I got around what I want to share on social media, the easier it became. Sometimes I get crushed on social media. I get, you know, people who go out there and they go out of their way to try and hurt me, try to judge me, try to criticize me. You know, they'll have digs at my family at my friends at the community. You know, I had this dropkick bitch. She came along to one of my events. She was an absolute dropkick business owner. She was fucking useless. Her business was dog shit, but she walked in there, stayed for a short period of time. You may have heard the story before, cause I've mentioned it in the podcast. And then she said to me in an email, she said, Oh, your community is just full of crappy business owners that don't know how to run a business. And I'm way above, you know, what you teach. And I went, that's interesting because the people that you are sitting on the table all earn more money than you. 90% of the people in business growth odyssey all make more money than you. They all have better families than you. They all have a better mindset than you. You know, your family don't even want to work for you. That's what happened with this woman. She got her family to work for her because her business was so fucked and chaotic that her family came in to help her. And then they all said, I can't help you. And they walked away from her. Now, this is a person who thinks that they're awesome in business. In fact, some months I make more money than she makes in a year. Obviously, she knows way more. But my point is that you're going to have people like that who say dumb shit about you on social media. They're going to try to pull you down. They're going to attack your community. They're going to attack your friends. They're going to attack your family. But what I realize is it has nothing to do with you and it has everything to do with them. Some people just need that shit because they like drama in their life. Some people just need that shit because it makes them feel better about themselves for five minutes. It gives them an excuse to be average. It gives them an excuse to be shit. Now, sometimes... There is very valid criticism that happens on social media. Sometimes people criticize me and they give me very valuable feedback. And so I can learn from that and I can grow. I'm not saying that I'm perfect, by fucking no means am I perfect, right? I'm honest about my life and I've achieved a lot. I've done a lot of great shit. But I also know that there is so much more and I make a lot of mistakes and I fuck things up. I probably swear too much. I let some people down sometimes. Sometimes you know, I can't back things up like I promise things and I can't deliver upon them on time. That stuff happens sometimes because of just the shit that goes on when you're running a business. Like sometimes things get blown out, you know, timelines get blown out and stuff like that. That stuff happens. Now, I can be better because of that. So you can be better because of the criticism and judgment, but you've got to search within yourself to go in there to try to figure out what is true and what is not. But a lot of the time on social media, it's just going to be people who have no idea who you are, have nothing to do with you or anything you've ever done. They're just going to be talking smack because that's what they do, right? And what you'll find is that most of the time, it's a fake profile. It's probably some 14-year-old kid that's never even had life experience that's still living in their parents' basement with no friends. Like, I'd be talking shit as well if I had nothing else going for me in life. So how I overcame the fear of being myself on social media? Well, first of all, you just have to be on social media more. You know, it's sort of like that therapy that's out there where, you know, the more you do something, the more your fear of it goes away. I can't remember what the therapy name is. I've got it at the forefront of my mind. It'll probably pop up at about two o'clock in the morning in the front of my brain. Exposure therapy. So the more you expose yourself to something, the less fearful it becomes. So, you know, if you're fearful of heights, exposure therapy will go and get you to be in tall buildings until you realize that there's nothing to be afraid of. That's exposure therapy. If you're afraid of being around people, the more you're around people and the more you realize that it's safe, the less fearful you become of that thing. So on social media, if you're not used to being on there all the time, then of course, it's going to be scary. You're going to be afraid. The more you post, the more you realize that it's not that bad. And I just use it as a game. I'm always trying to figure out what do people like? What don't they like? What parts of my life do they like me sharing? What parts don't they like? I try to stay in my own lane. Now, it's sometimes I go outside of my own lane and and I think more about what I'm trying to share. Like I've been caught in that. I look at the numbers and I'm like, wow, if I do this, more people like it. And then after a couple of weeks of doing that, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? That's not what I'm on social media for. I'm not here to cater to everybody's demands. I'm here to share my message, to inspire people. And the truth is that social media is only part of an attention funnel. The only reason why I use social media is because it gets me attention. Then from there, the people that like my stuff, that will learn enough, what they'll do is they'll end up dipping their toe in and they'll probably start at a low price point product or if they've got pumpkin nuts and bulls of steel, they'll jump into one of my high-end products because they know that I can help them. So it's part of a marketing funnel. I'm not on social media because I just like being on there and I like wasting time and fucking around like most people. I'm on social media because it serves a purpose. It allows me to connect with the right people. It gets me the attention that I need from the right people, which eventually buy our products and our programs. And because of that, I can help them grow. They help us grow. And we create this beautiful symbiotic relationship where we all grow together. And now they become part of the community. You're probably one of those people. Then eventually you become part of that community. You know, you'll know, you be part of a community of growth-driven people. And now you're crushing it. The community's crushing it. I'm crushing it because I'm growing as well. And now we're just in this amazing environment where people grow. That doesn't happen though if I'm not on social media. And what I do know is that people don't get to know me if I don't share me. So I've got to share my wins. I've got to share my losses. I've got to share the things that I laugh at. I've got to share the things that I do well. I've got to share the things that I don't do well. And the more that I share that stuff, the more people are open and they realize that I'm a fucking human that's having a good crack at life and actually achieving something. And that I've got something that they can probably learn from. And that creates this relationship. Now, if you're on social media and you're only just showing all your wins and the things that you're doing well then of course people are gonna be hesitant and critical of you because they know that people who are like that are full of shit. People want you to be yourself, right? This day authenticity is more important than ever on social media because most people are full of shit. They only post their wins. They only post their highlight reel. They only post the things that go well. They only post the things that don't. That's why I try to be as honest as I can in this podcast. And sometimes I ramble. Sometimes I do shitty episodes. Sometimes I do great episodes. Sometimes half the time, I don't even know what I'm talking about. The other half of the time, I crush it. And I'm just real clear and concise with what I'm trying to get across. But what I know is that with every podcast, I'm doing better. And you get to see my evolution. I hope that if you go and listen to the first podcast, that it's not as good as this episode because I've done a lot more of them. It helps me to try to be better at things. And I'm always learning from it. Do the same with social media. Learn what works. Learn what doesn't work. Learn how you can come across in a more concise way. Learn how you can vary your tonality. Learn how you can raise your voice and how you can drop it down into low. Like You've got to learn all these types of things. And most people just don't learn them because they're afraid of even starting. That's how I use social media and and how I overcame the fear of just being myself on social media. Nobody gets into business to work long, consistent hours and to be stressed out all the time, burnt out, frustrated, and feeling more trapped than if you had a job. You want the lifestyle. You want the opportunity that business can create. What's the point of having a business if you don't benefit and feel great as well? I help business owners avoid wasting a ton of time, effort, and money on doing all the wrong things that most business owners do. And I help align you and stay focused on doing all the right things that help business scale more quickly, more effective, and more efficiently. More importantly, I help business owners to get their head right so that they can get the most out of business, but also so they can get the most out of life and do things the right way. So are you ready to kill your excuses? Are you ready to step up in business and create the lifestyle that you truly want? Learn more about my elite business coaching and apply at michaelmojo.com. Also, what I know is that I've been rewarded by being myself on social media. A lot of people come into my programs and come and do things like Business Growth Odyssey. Now, those people are going to drop twenty dollars to $25,000 for the first year of doing that program because they have built the trust with me. You know, I have a lot of people who listen to this podcast and they'll send me a message. I get on a call with them and they want to grow a business. And then the next second, they just they drop twenty-five k. Why? Because I've listened to 20 or 30 podcast episodes and they get to understand me. They wouldn't drop 25000 and be part of that program to grow their business and all that if they didn't trust me. That comes across on me using platforms like the podcast, like social media. Now, there are a whole bunch of other people that go, fuck this guy. I don't like him. He swears too much. He's full of shit. And they'll go to somebody else. That's completely fine. Right? There are a lot of other people that I don't like. I personally don't like listening to podcasts with people who are too perfect. You know, if I hear someone very well-spoken, I know that they're full of shit because I know that they're very well-rehearsed. I'm cautious of people who are very well-rehearsed all the time because I know that they're inauthentic. I've been around the speaking industry for long enough. I know speakers who go and do corporate speaking engagements. They say the same thing 300 times, the same fucking speech. They repeat it over and over and over again. They can do it in their sleep. Now, yeah, they sound good on stage, but if you had to do the same thing 300 times, right, if you had to eat the same food 300 times in a row, you would put a little bit of spice on it. So what I find over the years is that their stories become more spicy and more eventful the more that they share the same story because they get bored. And so they start becoming bigger heroes in their own stories than what they really are because they got to keep adding spice onto it to make it interesting for themselves. And so they become this amazing hero in their own journey of saying the same story that started out as this original story then now becomes so overinflated and so exaggerated because I've had to say it 300 times and they get bored. So I don't personally like that, but some people do. I've gone and done corporate speaking gigs before and I say to people, are you sure you want me to come and talk? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, look, I say it how it is. And they go, cool, our team love that. And I've gone and done speaking gigs for some of the biggest corporate businesses in the country. And they love it just how upfront I am. But there are other people that are so shit scared of having someone like me come and talk to their teams because they're afraid that the next second, they're going to end up in the HR department and someone's going to get all offended. And especially in this day and age of all this political correctness bullshit. Everyone knows that it's fucking bullshit, right? The HR department knows that it's bullshit. The CEO knows that it's bullshit. The managers know that it's bullshit, but they're all fucking scared because they're weak as piss, right? They're weak. The corporate world is really weird. It's like all these people pretend that the bullshit's not there and they all try to smooth it over and they all try to kiss each other's ass and pretend that everything's okay. But at the same time, they all know that it's not. It's just no one wants to offend anyone. No one wants to say anything that's incorrect because it upsets one fucking person in the whole organization. And that fucking person is the person that needs to be kicked out of the organization as fast as they can. But the problem is they keep that motherfucker there and then the whole culture of the organization changes because of one douchebag. So... My point is is that what I've found is that I enjoy being myself. I enjoy learning. I enjoy making mistakes. I enjoy growing. I enjoy being better, Right, trying to be better. Now, I don't always get it right, but I need other people to realize that that's human nature. I think we live in this fucked up world where people always try to be this perfect self, but at the same time, they know they can't. And because they can't, they're so scared of being busted by not being the perfect person that... They live their whole life in fear of being exposed by being something that they're not. That's why I try to share shit that I've gone through. Like I share a lot of the shit that I've gone through because I know that if I just share it, that's who I am, right? And I can't be anything better than that thing. I wish I could be the perfect person, but I fucking can't. I'm just a normal person. But what I know is that I have more courage than most people. That's why I am where I am and why I achieve what I have. I know that I have a lot of knowledge around human behavior and I want to share that with the world because I think that it will help other people to step up. I also know that there are a lot of great things that I've achieved in my life that I didn't have back when I was younger. I didn't have a good relationship when I was younger. I had to work extremely hard on it. I had to learn a lot of communication skills. So I just wanna share that shit with the world. I went from being a fucking brokey. My mom was 17 and my dad was 19 when they had me. We built a house in an area that was low socioeconomic and dad used to work two jobs just to pay the bills. I never got a new push bike until one day my parents bought me a push bike for my birthday, which then they later sold because I stopped racing BMX bikes. And I was devastated because it was like the one nice thing that I had in my life that I could look after. And when my parents sold it, it tore me apart. In fact, for probably 20 years, it really sat in my mind, right? Because all I ever wanted was a brand new BMX bike and I got one and then they ended up selling it because it was too expensive. And they only bought it so that I could race. And then when we moved house, I couldn't race anymore because no one would take me to BMX racing. And there wasn't anywhere near our house. It was like a half an hour driveway. And my parents were busy. They were working. So they sold the BMX bike and I was devastated. That's the household that I grew up in. So we never grew up with money. We never had money. You know, holidays were just camping somewhere. They would go partying and they would stay at somebody else's shack. And then eventually they saved up and they bought their own shack. But it wasn't a mansion like shacks are today. It was like a fucking tin shed. My dad was a builder. So, you know, it was this fucked up piece of shit that the dad would always be working on every weekend to try to make it nice. And by the time he had fixed most of the shit up, stuff would start falling apart again. It was like a 10-year renovation. So I don't know if anyone else resonates with that, but that's that's how I grew up. And I wouldn't take it back. I learned a lot from it. But now having the money that I have and earning what I've earned, I've had to work extremely hard to learn that knowledge. And that's why I want to share it. So what I learned is that I want to share that. Some people like it. Some people don't. I don't really have a fear about being myself on social media anymore. I try to be the best that I can. I think I got over that fear a while ago, but it did take me a long, long time because I was always scared that I would lose followers. I think something else that really helped me a lot in business is the moment that you are yourself in your business is the moment that you actually start to accelerate financial growth. When people are afraid of people leaving, when people are afraid of saying the wrong thing, when people are afraid of doing the wrong thing, they always limit their financial success. The more someone can be themselves in their business and learn and grow and become a better version of themselves consistently, the better the business is going to be and the more they can just keep moving forward. So if you're a business owner and you're afraid to be on social media, you're holding yourself back and that's going to be your glass ceiling. The more you can get on there, the more you can build a personal brand, the more you can build a business brand, and then the faster you accelerate the financial growth of the business. But that's also helping you to be yourself in your business. Because if you can't be yourself in the business, you're going to hire staff that are going to frustrate you and fuck you off. Because you're not hiring people who compliment you as a person. You're going to hire people that you think you need that aren't going to compliment you and you're going to be frustrated with them. So anyway, driven mofo's, I hope that answers the question of how do I overcome the fear of being myself on social media, which was asked on one of my Q&As on Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, make sure you go there, type in michaelmojo 0 follow me on Instagram. Make sure you follow me on the other social media platforms as well because I do just post a heap of content on there. I do Q&As a couple of times a week, normally on Saturdays and normally on Mondays where you can ask questions about different topics, about different things. And then I drop new stuff that I have coming up as well, other events and other programs and stuff. So there's just so much stuff on there. Plus I share a lot of weird shit that I do in my life as well. So jump across, especially on Instagram. I love using Instagram stories at the moment. So jump across there, check it out, MichaelMojo00 on those platforms. Anyway, Driven Mofos, keep your standards high, keep pushing hard in life, make those decisions, you know, push against that fear, have courage, get out there, do the things that you know you need to do in order to accomplish the life that you want. Take care, everyone. I'll see you back on here on the next episode.